Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. But when we come together, we form the Review Queens. And a very special Cheerio! To all of our members over on Patreon. To learn more, go to reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon. If you want to support in an additional way, then go to reviewthatreview.com slash donate. How are you, Chelsea Chels? Bok, bok! Bok, bok! Are we turkeys again? Oh, that's because I'm Chelsea Goose. Wow. Wow. Cheers, Trey. Trey has a beverage. You know what, Trey? What's funny? I also have a new beverage today because we're always like so in sync. But I have tea. I made myself a classic Manhattan. I know. Trey has a fancy cocktail. I have tea. I have a gold-rimmed martini glass. That is so fancy. This mug was a gift, and it changes colors when hot things go in it. Oh, yes. Yes, I've seen these. Yeah, it has all the chakras represented. I'm looking to like realign today as we record because it's been a day, but I'll wait for the complaints to get into that. How was your week, Trey? Pretty good. You know, it, it, yesterday was tax day. Just a lot of um, assessing, reviewing, yeah, filing through, really observing and noticing yeah my spending habits and my tendencies and all of those you know so it's a it's really been a joyful joyful time in my life oh god i know please i feel you i feel you money is such an interesting thing huh it you know it's just a sensitive issue i think for everybody you know we all have our our own individual struggles and they kind of tend to show up during tax season you know all those (laughs) things you like pushed aside so i totally feel that Ugh. Yes. i mean yes 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 to all the things i mean my week was fine my week was is that it is that the main event of the week i don't want to jump on you yeah okay my week was fine other than the fact that goldie's been just not very well behaved you guys really uh, yeah but i feel like i just need to lodge into my complaint let's do it lodge a complaint you know when you like are in it with something like there's just something in your life that's bothering you and you like can't even think about anything else to complain about because it's just the central issue like anytime Mm -hmm. i was like let me complain about something else i'm like no this is what is irritating me i love goldie 90 percent of the time she's amazing and great 10 percent of the time she is bad guys just like not good barks all the time barks like any bark in the neighborhood she wants to join the brigade Mm -hmm. You know, any sound that goes off, we bark. Any person that should, God forbid, like approach the house, which like, you know, I get it. Like it's it's an instinct thing. And ultimately, I don't have anyone to blame but myself. I wish I had more time to like properly train her. I need to make it a priority because it's really like affecting my ability to get through the day to day. But at the same time, I love her. I mean, I, I imagine it's what a parent feels like. It's like, I love my child, but they they suck all the energy out of me. And sometimes I feel like that. I know that she's just a puppy. I mean, she's not a puppy, but she's, you know, she's still a baby in the grand scheme of things. But it's a lot. When does puppyhood technically stop? I feel like it is a couple of years. I feel like a year, but then oh. I feel like there's like the young, like toddler phase. I think you get for at least another year or two. Well, this is reminding me of the first year of the podcast when we were talking about how there was a certain trainer whose name was maybe, (laughs) maybe we bleeped out the name. Oh my God, it's a Karen. But the person's name was Karen. (laughs) Yeah. And that did not go well. So maybe, maybe you could find someone new or. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Thanks for pointing that out. That's actually very true. I had a bad experience with 
uh, someone that I just did not connect with in this arena at all. And I think that sort of, you know, hampered my willingness to open up that door again. But I think I just gotta. Well, I also know that in my experience, like when we got Hunter, everything was compared to Winnie. And I know that Bella, your first dog, now, and you rescued Bella from a really precarious circumstance. But Bella I, had I could talk already about it in the after show, but yeah. Bella had already been what been trained before. Trained, I got her. right? Yeah. She had some basic training, but the truth is she was just a totally different dog. Right. Like Bella was just she was all heart. She was the most loving. She I never once heard her growl her entire life. Never. My mom says she growled once when my mom came over to my, I was living with my sister at the time when she came over and my sister's dog tried to say hi to my mom first. Apparently she growled. Then I wasn't there. I didn't see it, but that was the kind of dog she was. She was just like, she was chill from day one. I took her everywhere with me in her little bag. She never made a sound. She was just like the freaking best. And I really think it was just her nature and it's not Goldie's fault that she's not that, you know, Um, I don't want to compare her to her older sibling, but at the same time, it's a challenge that I haven't had to face before. Right. So that's where we're at. That's okay. Heard. But (laughs) Trey, how, what's going on with you? Do you have things you want to get off your chest? Because I want to be here for you. Oh, absolutely. But I also want to just say, like, I think any dog owner understands, like, so much in life hinges on it. Like, if, if your dog is happy that affects you. Yeah. If your dog is unhappy, that affects you. Like it, especially like working from home, like it's just right. impossible. So like, exactly. Don't exactly. be so hard on yourself about it. Thank you. Yeah. Cause they don't realize that like we have to get shit done just because, you know, we happen to be working from a home office. So right. breathe in, breathe out. Um, <sighs> but yes, exhale. over yes. here, I really, you know, this actually hasn't happened in a while, but I was looking through my roster of complaints that I just compile yeah. like when I can't sleep or, you know, when something <laughs> like someone cuts me off in traffic. You know, I get it. I got to pull that list out. <laughs> so have you ever by accident mm-hmm. left, let's say, one of your car windows down and then there's rain that occurs? Oh, no. I think maybe with my dad's car, never with mine personally, but it is disastrous, especially if it's a heavy rain. Have I've you left ever the left window a, open. I was going to say, like in your house? Yeah. But that tends to not be so bad because it's like the screen is there. So the sill will get wet a little bit, but it tends not like in the car. It's like, oh, the seats. Well, also like houses are built straight up and down. Cars right. have curves. So like, right. it's like the door is a little bit more like cylindrical than a straight right. line. Um, True. But I, I know I talked on a previous after show about when I was in an actor housing and there was a bed pushed up against a window and the mattress had become soggy. But oh, that's right. this has happened to me. I know like in college, I remember there would be multiple times when like the car window would just be slightly cracked. And then yeah. I would come out the next morning and it had rained and it's like, oh, my God. Because once those car seats are, like, rained upon, you're never getting that odor out. Like, oh, no. ever. It's horrifying never. and disgusting. And it really, like, puts a, quote-unquote, damper on your yeah. experience when you're driving the car. 100%. agree. And as a lot of these complaints tend to be, there's no one to blame but no yourself. No one to blame. Yeah. Just so That's the hard look. That's the hard look we got to take in the mirror. Most of the times we are the solution to our own problems. I mean, it's the same with taxes and dogs. I know. What a philosophical episode. I know. I could take accountability for my wrongdoings while also still complaining. And I think that that's the goal of a good review, right? Like it is going to be cathartic and we are going to get it out. But we need to be a little bit self-aware of our participation in the events that occurred well yeah i mean that reminds me of the chili's review from last week where it's just like if it's just a litany of like they're horrible then there's no grounding and like okay how did you participate in this interaction exactly yeah well look at us in our in our despair we're we're awfully enlightened 
we are. I mean, I feel like I want to like, I don't know, I need like a merry-go-round or something to like amp me up. We got to we got to change up the energy. I'm going to bring my crystal around cuz we got to get all hot and bothered and excited for this review that's coming up. Well, let's do it. Why don't we jump in and and shift okay. the energy in the snap? <laughs> Should we snap together? Oh yeah, I think a good snap. 3 2 1. Yeah, you do it. Okay. 3 2 1. Gorgeous. Nice. I like that. That was good. All right, let's do it. Yes. Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you the review, we break it down, and rate the impact of that review on a scale from zero to five crowns. Now, this is a very regal process that we call Assess That Kvetch. And this week, Chelsea, you are enlightening us even more. So what did you bring in today? Guys, whenever I have an opportunity in my search for reviews to come across a new source, I just get so excited. And having a new resource is just the chef's kiss. So I have brought in a review today from Indeed, (gasps) which I don't believe we've done. And Indeed, as some of you may know, some of you may not, is it's like a a job site where you can apply for jobs and people that are offering job employers can go on there and post jobs, right? So this review is coming from the perspective of an employee or a former employee Oh my God. Of the establishment, which I'll announce in a second. But isn't that interesting? I thought this is a perspective that we haven't really examined, Trey. I am obsessed with that. It's always like, oh, are they a disgruntled employee? And yeah, they are. You know, (laughs) we know the answer. So we can really just dive in. Wait, here's a question. Yeah. I remember when I was job hunting, I used Glassdoor, which is very similar to Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in order to read anything or contribute anything, you have to create an account. Well, that's the thing that's so... Thank you for bringing that up, Trey, because there is a limitation to us being able to scour Indeed. They'll only give you like a peeksee and then... If you want to read more reviews, you have to create an account. And I didn't feel like doing that. So I tried to like get around it creatively by searching for like certain tones of review that I was looking for. So that's what I'm going to read today. I mean, do we need to tease anymore? Should I intro our subject? Let's do it. Okay. So today we are ironically or perhaps not based on my complaint, rating and reviewing a one star review for PetSmart. Oh, no. Specifically for the grooming department. Okay? <laughs> this review... Wait, did we... Did you... Didn't you in, induct dog groomers last week? I did, Trey. So good of you to remember. Yes, oh my this God. is an extension of my induction because... Do I you use PetSmart? I don't. Okay, I mean, okay. I feel like I maybe have on one, like on an off occasion. I don't usually. So anyway, I wanted to dig a little deeper. So this is a one star review. It just says written by former employee, um, groomer. I'm going to, guys, I know this is the pet dedicated review, but she's going to push me over the edge this week. Hold. Cheers. We started recording about 15 minutes late because Goldie just peed in Chelsea's laundry room. So she's really at her wit's end today. I love my dog. I love my dog. I love my dog. Okay. Okay. And we're back. All right. All right. So this is a one-star review written by, it just says groomer and then in parentheses, former employee. So I don't know. We can Mm. call them groomer, I guess, Try. What do you think? Let's not use the word groomer. Okay. Definitely. Not in today's climate. Oh, no. I didn't know there was a climate. Yeah. All these politicians are calling drag queens groomers. Oh, I completely missed that memo. Are you serious? 
Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, there's all these bills to ban drag queens. No, I know that there have been bills to ban drag queens, but I didn't know about the groomer part. Well, they're very worried about their children when it comes to drag queens, but they're not worried about keeping the children from being shot in their own schools. Oh, being like being groomed? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. This is their one-star review. Subject, don't call HR. Oh, no. Here we go. Don't even consider calling HR. Unless you want to be fired. Uh, Management is awful. They are unsupportive, especially in the grooming salon. (laughs) They will say they are the only management on the floor. And next time they are paged, they won't come in. Even if there is another manager out on the floor. The grooming salon is a hostile environment. (laughs) There is drama with the co-workers. My store manager was aggressive and hostile. She would threaten and blame us for when business got slow. Mm -mm. She yelled in my face and slammed her hand on a counter in front of me for something another groomer did. I called HR and Caroline. They talked to the DM. Oh, district manager. They talked to the DM and she didn't even ask me about the situation. Instead, they fired me. And the second they found out I was looking for a new job, they called up the grooming salon. I wasn't even (sighs) sure I wanted. And they knew the location because foolish me, I trusted a coworker in the salon and she went straight to management I still had plenty of time to put in a two weeks notice, but I wasn't even sure if I wanted to quit PetSmart because of my health insurance. They expect their former groomers to never groom again, which is unreal. The new salon I was looking into was 10 miles away, which is their competitive requirement. Hmm. While the DM made my decision for me, I had been there for eight years and had the top productivity and sales in the grooming salon. PetSmart says they don't tolerate bullying, harassment, or retaliation, but that is exactly what management do. It's sad when you can't even depend on your HR. Never call Caroline. You will lose your job all it accomplishes is angering your dm Mm. the only good thing about this job was the pets Mm. all i learned was how to groom and that you can't trust anyone (laughs) not even the co-workers you dare call friends oh and they expect you to have complete open availability i had extreme anxiety going into work that it overtook my life every day was a nightmare between having no support when extremely busy and management expecting you to do all this extra stuff like photos and progress reports on top of (laughs) grooming 10 plus dogs in an 8.5 hour shift and forget about lunches There's no time for that. Yet management will yell if you don't. Mm. Bottom line, it's a hostile work environment with aggressive management and coworkers. (laughs) Former employee, man. So is this for a specific location? Thank you for asking. This is for a Michigan location. But indeed, is I guess like across the board. So every review attached to it, you know, just has like a different location of like where they're based, I guess. So this person is based in Michigan. I mean, full disclosure here, I was doing Glassdoor like to look at Joanne when I worked at Joanne. And it's it's structured exactly the same way where you'll see former employee reviews and it will say like what state. But right. So it is. It makes it a little challenging to deduce. It's a little bit more like like trust pilot. Right. Or even better business is kind of structured that way too. Or better business. Exactly. Right. It's just all under PetSmart. Okay. So 
This is a very interesting review. I wrote like 18 notes. So like... Okay, cool. First of all, my most pressing question. Yeah. Pronounce the store name. PetSmart? So is it you are pet smart or is it the pets mart it's there's i mean the way that the logo is written it's like capital p capital s so it would be pet smart like it's smart to shop here for your pet right but i think it's obviously a double entendre Mm. so good good catch because i just say pet smart what do i say but i think that's what i say pet smart smart. right but in my head, I'm thinking it's like Pets Mart because you're shopping at a mart, like Pets a market. Mart, no, Pets Mart. Next, what question. is their major competitor? Pet Petco, Petco, Petco. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that that just is <laughs> great. That was answered. Okay. Cool. Well, you know something that's coming up for me for former employee. Yes. Especially this whole conversation about Michigan and stuff is like. The district manager, I feel like they're probably responsible for however many locations are within that specific district. So, right. like, there's a certain number of stores where you're going to be dealing with that DM. But, like, right. if I'm nowhere near Michigan, right? like, so much of the hostile work environment, like, could technically not apply that's if you true. have different management. Yes, and I think that's probably going to be true of every review. There's going to be certain environments that are more hostile than the others. But I think that what is universal here is, isn't HR just HR? So like HR's course of action is going to be that they're going to then disclose to the DM. And what that DM does with the information is up to them, right? I guess. I don't really know how human relations works. But I mean, I, I guess that we just have to review this in two ways because I can't remember when I when I found this review if you could do this. But like, let's say I did live in Michigan and I'm reading this review. That's like one thing. And then I didn't live in Michigan and I wrote this review, right? Because there might be mm-hmm. somebody that's in the that district applying. You know, it, this is like so challenging because yeah. in my mind, I get that this is like a specialty inside of a retail store. Right. So like... That I'm sure it is different. They mentioned having health insurance, which is amazing. Right. But the, it's just so challenging. I mean, it's also interesting to me how former employer, former employee mentions that all they got from this job was how to groom. So they right. must have, like, I've never thought about that. Like, there must be a certification, right? Yes. And they also said they were there for eight, eight years. years. So it's like, if you do any job anywhere for eight years, you know, hopefully you're going to learn how to do that job well, right? Because you've given eight years of your life to it. But like, is there a certification? Like, do you like, do you just go to PetSmart and fill out an application? And they're like, you're we're going to make you a groomer. And then you just learn. On I the think job? that the way that it works from like other reviews that I read is that you start, I don't know if it's that you get the certification through them, or if you have to have it independently. But I know you start as it's called like a, like a bather or something like that. So it's uh, not a groomer, but like you're the one that like is going to give it a bath and whatever. And then the groomer is going to come in with like the actual cutting of the hair and all that. And you're sort of shadowing the groomer for however long before you're then like risen up to the ranks of groomer. So there is a ranking system. I, who wants to do <laughs> this, this? This is why I gave my royal highness to the, the, the groomers because I'm just like, look, I mean, this is bullshit. I mean, it really is. Like, and I love animals, but right. like, I just feel like so many dogs and cats, specifically cats, don't want to be dealt with. So it's like, you just never have any idea. And right. it's not like you're like working at a hair salon where it's the person's coming in because they want their hair cut. This is like an animal that doesn't have any say in the matter. Correct. And they don't know who you are and what you're doing and, and various why it's allowed levels of annoyance from owners and, you know, lots of things. I recognize the stress and like the hostility of the client, which is like this dog. Right. On top of the fact that like there's all the this environment drama. is so full of drama. So yes, I wrote down drama. What do you think the drama is? I don't know, but what's really cool is that I I hope this came across in my reading, but that sentence is italicized and bolded so it's like mm. there is drama with the co-workers like that is like clear 
I don't know. Maybe it's like competing for clients or stealing clients or stealing supplies. Like, I don't know what the drama could be. Try. You might know more than me. You you were kind of closer to this industry. Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like, like I'm just, I'm very curious what the age ranges of the groomers are. Cause like, yeah, I know that like, your lives just get so intertwined because right. it's like when you have like very difficult bosses or when you have very difficult customers, it's like you can always cut eyes at the people you work with. Right. Exactly. Because like they get it, you know? And right. that And even if it's just like a moment of recognition, it's like, okay, I can get through this because I'm not alone. There's and then there's always just like the work dynamics yeah. of like different personality types. So it's like, there's usually a common enemy when like totally. there's someone that doesn't pull their weight on your team right. and it's like, Oh, they're on the shift with me. Exactly. So like, I see how drama is just inherent, but I, I, there's something very funny to me about the visual of like dropping off my dog. And it's like, you're entering this little culture where they're like, fucking Monica is on shift tonight. I fucking hate Monica. <laughs> Monica is so bad at the buzz cut. Yes, exactly. Anytime Monica has to polish the nails, she gets polished all over the table. Yeah, Monica never cleans up her hair. She never sweeps. Have you ever seen her with a? She's never. Have you ever sweeps. seen her with I've a never broom? Seen her with sweep. a yeah, with, with a. She's allergic to the. Bro- I think she must broom. be allergic to it. I've never once seen her pick it up. Never. Does she sanitize her table? Because I don't think she does. Oh wait, like first <laughs> sentence or maybe even the subject. Yeah. I love that they call it the grooming salon. <laughs> that is what they call it. I think the grooming salon. <laughs> is that specific to PetSmart? No, I feel like there's like other places that call it that because that's the idea is that like, oh, I'm going to drop my dog at the salon for the day, you know? Okay, so then I also want to talk about the pettiness within the culture because, okay, so I see this from like four different prism point of view because I recognize even like at any of the jobs that I've had, if someone was like actively interviewing, right? That's gossip. Like that is going to like spread faster than you want it to. So yeah. clearly former employee doesn't had a little more trust to like whoever they were sharing that with. But then for it to get to management and then management like turns you in and like contacts with a possible and, new like, employer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is so crazy. That's bad. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's just like, I mean, that, if that is true, if we're, if we're, if taking, we're taking that as yeah, truth, yeah, that really underlines and defines the hostile environment to a T. Because if your management is going to undermine you that way, right. thinking that they like truly own you, totally. then like, who wants to be in that environment? Like, that just sounds like a nightmare right. to me. And I think that's what it is, you know, regardless of how much is based off of, you know, former employees' own interpretation and how much is real. Obviously, the story falls somewhere in between. But if we're to take them at their word, obviously, they do believe that this was a nightmare. This was their nightmare. And they also say that, that comes across. they were outside of the 10-mile radius, right. which is the contractual Obligation, agreement. right, exactly. I mean, it's pretty bad. Like on, like here, let's put it. Let's discuss it this way, since it's a new format of a review. If you were considering, let's just like pretend that you were considering being a. Is there another word you'd rather me use besides groomer? Like you can say stylist, dog groomer, a dog stylist, a dog stylist. Okay, so if you were going to apply to be a dog stylist, okay, and you read this review under the Indeed, mm-hmm. would you apply for the job? Say you're in Michigan, would you apply for the job? Honestly, I would because I tend to feel like when it comes to my personal experience of life, sure, that sometimes the worst employees are the most vocal. Yeah, I have felt that in my experience. And, and I know that my work ethic is not everyone's work ethic. So I would still apply like I don't think I would use this to rule out this wouldn't be a deal breaker for the application. No, would it like bring you some questions that you might want to ask in your interview. It would definitely make me sleuth, which I have done for any job I've ever taken. Okay. It would initiate sleuthing. I'll go incognito multiple times to see, like, does it look like they're really understaffed? Does it look like they're overwhelmed? Does it look like you see people, like, on their phones, like, leaning around, not really working? Like, 
sussing what are out the, the vibes? Do I yes. have a friend of a friend of a friend? Yeah. But if I was not in Michigan, right. I would disregard. literally not. Yeah, I would totally disregard this. Because I do think it's very specific to the region. Interesting. Okay. I feel like this would be pretty strong for me. I don't... If I was in Michigan and I knew I was going to be maybe working with these people... I feel like this is a major red flag. I think if I decided that I still wanted to be a dog stylist to the stars of Michigan and I was going to do it anyway, I think I would maybe ask some questions in the interview. Like what's the environment? Like, is there a manager on the floor for if blah, blah, blah comes up? I don't know. Maybe I would ask those kind of questions. So it's impactful for me. And then generally I agree with you. I think that like, even generally speaking, it would encourage me to sleuth, right? Like, yeah. even if I wasn't in Michigan, I think maybe I would still be like, oh, let me see if it seems like it's like this at my store. I would probably go to the Yelp of my store, like those kind of things, just to do like a little bit more research for sure. But I do think that the whole eight years, I mean, that is yeah. a long time to be invested in a company. Yeah. And to know that it ended the way that it did, if, like in this narrative we're reading. Yeah. And that they took the time to go and review it on Indeed. Yeah. It does ring as truthful to me. And it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't sound complainy to me. It does sound Same. justified. I just feel like it sounds genuine. Like I really believe that former employee is like really just letting their heart out on the line. Cause they're like, I was just like really mistreated in this situation. And I like have to share my experience with other people to if it does resonate with anyone or anyone does see red flags that she'll have worn them you know or if you're like I also, thinking about going out on your own or something and you want to start there to know that like you can't really do that right and like i do see pet smart as like a retail store right so i really and the only retail i've ever done was joanne's but i know that it is like regulated by the law uh-huh. that you have to have certain number of breaks every certain number of hours. And even at Joanne, that's why she was like, like, even though my manager insisted that I take a break, but I didn't have time. There's for no break. time. Right. Yes. Right. Like I experienced that too, because it's like, it's an impossible thing that you have to deal with on every shift. But I also know that with retail, it's like sometimes management is just like someone has been there the longest and they just like were given a position and and they don't necessarily possess the skill set of like leading. Yeah. So that is another reason why I'm I'm hearing in this review, like it just sounds so site specific. Yeah, I think that that's fair. But but this whole question about this HR conversation, like I am very intrigued why HR did not call to have a meeting they just like terminated. Like that seems like it's all hearsay. Like, but like, you... did they terminate? That's why I got a little confused in the review because it was okay. Like, me too. Because it was like, did they terminate you or did they like hear that you were leaving? So then they like jumped the gun and terminated you. Yeah, because the way former employee writes it in the narrative, they they tell you that HR let them go or something, but and because they found out they were in. Like, like it's it's not like in order of operations, right? It's like they went to HR, they told HR what the deal was, and then HR like snitched that information back, and it started like circulating throughout in a dramatic way, and then so so former employee decided they were no longer happy working in this environment, so they tried to apply for a new job, and then they found like I don't know, there's there's it's a little messy, Harry. Yeah, it's a little messy. Also, this whole conversation around open availability is one of the biggest jokes about working. Yeah. Like, every employer requires you to have open availability. And that is so obnoxious because no one's getting paid enough for open availability. I know. But I also think that that was sort of a weird place to end. Like, I feel like we sort of Mm. reached a natural conclusion before that and then sort of stuck that on top. I almost wish that they would have, like, if they wanted to include that point, like included it higher up in the review because that also was a little odd. odd. Yeah. But the current that runs through it all that I heard is that it seems like you're overworked because they're understaffed. Right. Right. That's what I'm like hearing is like, there's not enough time to take your breaks. And also like, they just expect you to always be available. More than 10 dogs in eight and a half hours. That's a lot. That's like, that's crazy. I mean, that's that's like, what is that? 40 minutes a dog? If, if that, 
I mean, that does sound crazy. That sounds wild. Yeah. And so, I love the term pogress pogress report. report. It does. Those kind of things are universal. Like I'm sure the pogress report is something that everybody that works at PetSmart has to do. Yeah. But how detailed do you think this pogress report is? Like how much time? I don't do you think know, it's but it takes to time to do. It's like another task. It's like, Correct. It's like an it's like an admin task in That's the middle it. of like you having to do supermarket sweep with the dogs. That's what I was gonna say. It definitely is like it seems like it's uh left brain and right. probably the grooming is right yeah. brain. Like it is sort of like annoying. Right. Exactly. Paperwork. Yeah. And then like I'm sure you also have to deal with like let's say a dog was really mad at and you had to like shave it down and then the owner comes and they're like all friggin pissed at you, you know? Like right. then you got to deal with that. There's got to be so much stuff that these groomers have to deal with. And it is that situation where it's like you've made appointments for the day. So it's like as soon as something goes wrong, then the right. entire rest of the day is backed up. Yeah. One last thing. Yeah. I thought you were saying Caroline, but I think you were saying the care line. The care line. That's how you reach HR, I guess. Yeah. So I guess it's like, if I'm sure like when you're in your training for this job or something, you're probably like, and if you have a problem while you're working at PetSmart, just call the care line. And one of our caring like facilitators will be there to help you or connect you with HR if need be. So like maybe that's like the first line of defense is the care line. And then from there, either they handle it or they're like, I'm going to connect you with HR. This is more of an HR issue. I mean, maybe I'm just really like Pollyanna and ignorant, but like, it does seem like the reason is to mitigate the drama right. of like retaliation. And it seems like that was completely lost here. It seems like for whatever reason, and I mean, it could just be informer employees had, but for whatever reason, it seems like it was instigated even more Correct. Correct. by HR, which is a little odd. Where was their humor? Entertainment? I mean, I was entertained in the fact that I felt like there was a lot of heart in here. I, I wouldn't say humor necessarily. Oh, wait. One more thing about yeah. spelling grammar. Are you, so you mentioned the italics and bold. Is there yeah. any ca- any capitalization? Say Not Like, really. is anything like screaming? Mm-mm. The only thing that's... Ca- no, it's not. The only thing... There's no screaming, actually. I don't, I'm trying to look. I don't think there's a single exclamation point in this whole review. I really like that. Something's very classy about that. And italics bold is so much more provocative than all caps. Yeah, and sometimes you know I mean? they do, I think, like, accomplishments was italicized. I don't, like, they sometimes just do, like, a one-off italic, but I'm just realizing this, Trey, not a single exclamation point in the entire review. Wow. That has an impact on me. Yeah, me too. All right, I'm glad. Thank you for asking that. That was, like, we've never looked at that before. I think we should pay a little more attention to that in the future. But, yeah, good on the punctuation, former employee. All right, should we crown? I think I can crown. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will both simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. The number one leading cause of pain after drinking is hangovers. Did you know that two-thirds of the U.S. population suffer from hangovers? Did you also know that suffering is a thing of the past when you use Smart Patches? Smart Patches contains a scientifically formulated blend of vitamins, folic acid, minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes, which naturally aids your body in processing alcohol efficiently and effortlessly. Smart Patches are small, discreet, and comfortable to wear and fully water and sweatproof, designed to stay on while enjoying the pool, out in the sun, or during a workout. When you use our promo code QUEEN15, you get 15% off your purchase. So go ahead, try it today and put hangovers back in the 1950s with promo code QUEEN15 at smartpatches.com. Total school. Okay, interesting. I'm holding up four crowns. Trey's holding up four and a half crowns. This is super influ- interesting to me because I feel like all of the points that kind of got knocked down, you really influenced for me. So I'm sort of surprised that you ended up higher than I did. But let's talk about it. Why four and a half crowns? Well, I, I had four and then I bumped it up to four and a half because the real negative here is. 
I think it might be a little site specific. Right. But that being said, I think that any culture that is cultivated could possibly be indicative of the company at large. Yeah, it starts at the yeah, top. But I also recognize that, you know, this is a nationwide company mm-hmm. that has tons of locations Correct. and tons of personalities. Yeah. So I just I I I I just don't venture to think that it's going to be typical that the sure. culture will be like that across this nationwide company. But do I think it could be common? Perhaps, but I think that's probably it's just an interesting amalgamation of like a retail store that hosts a specialty skill or like a craft. You have to be trained and like it it's specific inside the, of the confines. So that is sort of like the glaring, like, I don't know what the ultimate impact is. Right. But all that completely aside, it, it's only a negative half crown for me because I do think it's not a laughing matter. I was entertained. I right. think like the punctuation is like beautiful. It's to the point. I feel that former employee is grounded. They're not being ruthless and outrageous. They're pleading their case in a way that feels truthful. And the impact is like, I think it's pretty valuable. Right. And it's pretty unique. I mean, if you want to know what it's like, read former employee reviews. You know what right. I mean? And, yeah. and and the fact that this person worked there for eight years, that is yeah. such a long time that it must have, there must have been so much positive that kept them there. Positive. So much positive. <laughs> so um, that's why I said four and a half. Like, it's so almost a review queen. I just... yeah. But like I could even say if this is indeed like maybe it is a review queen because they're telling you their experience for right. their location and their people in a way that but, feels honest. But to declare that this is what it is to work for this company, I- I'm not sure. So that's why I took half crown off. Why did you Fair. say four? Wow, Chai, I really agree with everything that you just said. So I'm not going to just repeat it all because literally ditto. Um, I did take the one crown off because I thought you made a good point that maybe when I was sort of interviewing you, maybe this wouldn't affect you so much if you were applying to another Mm -hmm. location. And that was really the only place that I felt like I could ding former employee. I think they're super classy, classy choice with the punctuation. Love the like, it really stands out. Like even aesthetically, that one sentence that's bolded and italicized, there's drama with the coworkers. Like it just feels like it was, it's a classy way of throwing out a clear perspective without, you know, hitting below the belt or anything like that. And I, you know, I, I hear former employee and I, I hope that they're now working in a less hostile environment. And for that reason, four crowns. Very, very high score for a brand new platform. Source. Yeah. Good job. That was yeah. so fun. Pet smart. Pet smart. Is it smart to work there? I don't know. I'm not, sh- I'm not, you know, gonna shit on PetSmart as a whole because I I could have shopped there to buy other products and this isn't about PetSmart. This is about PetSmart grooming. Correct. So just want to state that for legal Pet- reasons. What is the one <laughs> I think pet I'm I can't distinguish PetSmart versus Pet Petco. Co. I know. I always get them confused myself. Because they're honestly. both red and blue. They, right? their, their logos are like almost identical. It's stupid. Right. But I, yeah, but maybe I intentional. Pet smart is the one I go. I, I honestly don't know either. I, I, I never know. Am I going to a pet smart or a pet co? Could be either. I'm not sure. But I do know that in Key West, there's a pet supermarket. Oh, just food and, and treats. No, no, no. It's exactly the same store concept. Oh, okay. But their branding is like yellow. And it feels very much like a Dollar General. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 There's got to be some sort of psychology with the colors that neither of them wanted to let go of. Right. Like fast food. Yeah. Exactly. Psychology. Yeah. Anyway, really fun. Fun. Yeah. Good job, Chelsea. Thank you. That was fun. I always like going down new roads with you, Trey. So thanks for indulging in that. And I hope you guys enjoyed it as listeners. Something a little different. Well, beep, beep. Hop on in. Yes, exactly. Different road. Different road. Let's go down it together. Oh, we just did. 
Awesome. Cool. I'm fine. Okay, Trey, we did it. We reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you inducting this week, Trey, for? My Royal Highness. Well, I am so thrilled that you asked because I would love to today share about this product I purchased on Amazon back in July of 2022 when I got my new car. And this is a product that is a super callus. I'm going to read it to you. It's called Cup Holder Tray for Car Cup Holder, Expander for Car Drink Holders, compatible with Yeti, 20-26-30-ounce Hydro Flasks, 32-40-ounce Nalgene's, 30 slash 32 slash 38 slash 48 ounce camelback, 32 slash 40 ounce detachable tray table. It's super califragilisticexpialidocious. I don't think that we've ever had a super cala as a royal highness. But this was certainly a super cala for the super calas. So, okay. So basically what this is, it, it twists into like a car cup holder and then it like is larger than like the standard size. So you could technically fit like your giant. So if your cup holder like restricts you to only having like a grande from Starbucks. Right. This will will hold a Trenta. Have a Trenta. Yes. And the reason I wanted this to begin with was I wanted the little slit in the side so I could put a coffee mug in my cup holder. You feel like you could mug it while driving? Oh, I do every day in my life because of this product. <laughs> oh my! But what's oh, that's so funny? Okay, go ahead. Well, remember how we talked about spills when you're rushing to yeah. go to places, and I said literally every day of my life I spill coffee on myself. Oh, well, that's this is, why. Yes, I was thinking it was in the house still. Like you know, that is that is like some sort of I don't know next level skill to be able to balance a mug in a car. Well, I always put an ice cube in it, so I'm not going to get burned. But yes, even David and I have had conversations where he's driving and we're in his car. He doesn't like me to have a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I know, because every other human would put it in like, you know, one of those to go things. Yeah, I know. But I don't like that. Then it's too hot because it never cools down. And then it burns you. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like, I need it to be open. But I do have a travel mug right. from Starbucks that has, like, a little twisty lid. So, it, oh, okay. it is a mug. You don't need the lid. But right. anyway. So, okay. So, I bought this because I wanted to have the, <laughs> the little slit so that yeah. the mug handle can fit. And it's elevated or raised out. But this actually has a little twisting tray on top. So, when I treat myself to killing my body with fast food... I have a nice little place to put my burger and fries or I can place my phone on the tray. It's like a little like that little desk, little mini desk for your car. That's right. It's like, what were those? Do you remember in the nineties we had those little like study? Oh, lap desks. Yeah. It's like a lap desk. That's great. Now the only sort of thing that isn't Royal Highnessy is that you, it always sort of, well, my car is very petite, but it juts out into the passenger seat. So mm. anytime David is with me, I have to sort of disassemble it, which is unfortunate. But we're going to ignore that because this is my royal highness. So right, I'm inducting this, not necessarily this brand, but just this invention in general, because A, it's genius. And it has like the little swiveling part is large enough that I have actually stuck a little mini trash receptacle that's like wow. the size of like a cup. Um, so I can always throw like my straw wrappers or my like napkins and stuff. So I don't have like I trash love this everywhere. like car organization moment for you. This stuff gets me so excited. So yes. today I am inducting these gorgeous car cup expansions so that you can like have large size. It, it's also it doesn't have to be coffee. It can be these Nalgene bottles that are like giant. You know, like they're much more fat than like a normal cup that you would get like at 7-Eleven. Exactly. I really encourage anyone who travels a lot in their car and likes to like, you know, hydrate or if you want to like stop for fast food. from 7-Eleven. that big gulp for that Slurpee, (laughs) then go and and treat yourself. It's $23.99 on Amazon and I love it. I mean, I literally like, I'll never not be able to have it again in my life. So for that reason, yes, I'm inducting you Cup holder tray for car cup holder expander, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as my royal highness. Very nice. 
Do you just fit everything in your car cup thing? You like are fine? Yeah. Um. Well, you know, my car sort of has like a built-in one of those mini desks. Like I can cover half of a portion of things and then I can have a flat surface, which is nice. And no, I don't really... I mean, I use my cup holders a lot, but I guess most of the things that I use are the proper size, but it is making me think maybe I should what invest do you drink? in this. Do you have beverages in your car? Yeah. If I, I mean, like I'll have a vitamin water zero or something like this that fits. And those will fit, right? Yeah. Or my other review, that review, white water bottle. I was going to say, all of our water bottles yeah. are this little slim profile. Yeah. So they fit. Right. For me. So like I don't know. I mean, but there was a time when I was carrying around like a huge one, but I don't think that would fit anywhere. Right. Anyway, it's a good induction. It's something I'm gonna consider purchasing myself. I'm obsessed with it and it's so cheap and it like has a huge impact. So those are the best. Love it. All right. Well, we did it, Queen. That's it. That was another round on the argue a drama filled hostile environment, <laughs> HR grooming salon. Queen. Pog Grass <laughs> report writer Ferris wheel of love and life. Super Kala. Okay, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Hey, I think my Manhattan is kicking in. Oh, oh, that's right. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you did not like what you heard, please tell an enemy or two. To support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com/slash donate, or even a one dollar tip is much appreciated. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. And hit up our voice mailbox, 1850-REVIEW-0. But seriously, you guys, if you have like any tips for how to get a dog to stop barking, please, please, please call 1850-REVIEW-0. You can also follow us on all the socials at the Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On this week's After Show Companion Podcast, Chelsea and I are rating and reviewing a five-star review Ooh. from Amazon from someone named Jim for a reversible paisley pashmina shawl wrap. Elegant colors. Okay. <laughs> so to find out what made Chelsea say, Oh my God, son, I love it. And to find out what made Trey say, but remember when she was like smoking from the bong and she dropped it and she was wearing the blue wigs and like remember she was having a meltdown? Then join our Patreon page at reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon to hear our weekly members only after show companion podcast. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. That's, That's right. right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don, with editing and sound design by me with voiceover talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Um, also, I meant to talk about this, but I'm yeah. going to talk about it on the after show. So I'm going to talk about what I think these hives are on my body that I think are <gasps> from Thick. Oh no, stop. I'm serious. <gasps> oh my God, we have to write a review now. <sighs> I'm sorry, Trey. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy belated birthday. Happy birthday, a little late. late. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs>